It's This Week in Bourbon, a fresh-scented potpourri of bourbon news. And here's your headlines for December 3rd, 2021. Over the last 10 years, as it relates to counterfeit alcohol, a WHS 11 story found that no arrests have ever been made. Four new distilleries have been added to the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Craft Tour, and Barrel Craft Spirits is releasing their Gold Label Bourbon. But before we get started, here's a quick word from our partners. Do you ever pour yourself a bourbon, swirl it around, and then start struggling to come up with tasting notes? And perhaps you're also looking for a good Father's Day gift idea. Well, you can now solve both with a kit from Nose Your Bourbon. And unlike other nosing kits on the market, Nose Your Bourbon kits feature real ingredients for the most authentic aromas. You can smell real Tahitian vanilla bean instead of some synthetic aroma that's just made from chemicals. So head on over to NoseYourBourbon.com and enter code BP10 for 10% off your order. And they're off for another Gift 270-2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at Give270.org. Charitable Gaming License ORG 000 from their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof. And the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or TheBourbonConcierge.com, and you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits, and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of This Week in Bourbon, where... Kenny and Ryan here. We are here to be your Sherpas of bourbon news because we get all the press releases and we get to go to nice little fine dining expeditions like we we did today. We uh, were cordially invited by the Beam Centauri folks to go and hang out with Freddie No at their new restaurant at the Claremont Distillery called The Kitchen Table. And we are still stuffed from all the food that they kept feeding our way. Oh man, I was majorly bloated. I, I don't know if I made the right move, but um, I didn't eat all day because I knew <laughs> what was like, we were going into for? <laughs> getting into this. So I was like, and it was it was at a weird time, you know. It was like we're eating at like three o'clock, so it's like, do I eat lunch or? Because I normally don't eat breakfast. And I was like, do I eat lunch or not? And then so I didn't, and then I show up and I'm just like starving. And then the appetizers come out, and man, gosh, the, there was like bacon wrap, venison, 
like this fig jam and like cream sauce. And then there was lamb ribs and empanadas, smoked pork empanadas. And I'm just like, pork empanadas. You don't really see that too often. It was really, it was was like super smoky because it was definitely, because you know, the nose, they're all about their barbecue. And so they integrated a very, very well, good, or a very good job of making sure they integrate a lot of the no sort of family recipe and history and tradition into a very kind of like new culinary technique. And I think they did a very, they did a knockout job. Yeah. I was talking to Freddie about that. Uh, you know, growing up, growing up in Barstown, you have deer or venison, and that's a staple. Like people will make, you know, deer backstrap with wrapped in bacon, you know, with jalapenos and whatnot. So he's like, yeah, that's a play on that. Uh, but, the, the girl sitting next to me was a vegetarian, so I got all her. <laughs> so she, like, ate nothing. So I had double of everything, so I just got really full. But it was fantastic. The cocktails were really good. Um, you know, everything was just top-notch. I'm really impressed, and it just it, – I'm, I'm just really more happy that the distilleries in Barstown and everything's embracing this, like, tourist visitor experience because uh, Kentucky's an awesome place, but we've been lacking in hospitality, good restaurants – food hotels around uh the barstown area and so uh i'm glad to see another distillery jump on board with it for sure and now i can we i think we can officially put our stamp on it so when you come to bardstown you're looking for places to eat you've got your choice of bardstown bourbon company the bar at willet and now the kitchen table over at jim beam because it was really good the pizzas were phenomenal the cocktails were phenomenal they have all these sort of like outside Trout, resources catfish yeah everything they had all these outside resources bourbon balls really all <laughs> oh, the bourbon balls for dessert i forgot about those they were insane how good they were yeah oh all right good i stuff. feel like i feel like i just got gained another like two pounds just talking about it right there yeah coming off thanksgiving not good <laughs> no, i was doing I, good until today i need to go work out apparently Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and dive into it. So our first headline for the night, there was a new video that was posted by WHS 11 here in Louisville, and it was talking about another edition of Bogus Bourbon. Uh, Yours Truly was actually on one of their first episodes about it, talking about how much counterfeit Pappy might have been out there in the market. And I was talking about there being potentially thousands of it and people just nearly not knowing about it. But we all know that they're fakes, and they run pretty rampant now. If you go on the secondary, not even secondary sites, but there are a few different things on Facebook now that are uh, open to the public where it's actually led by Adam Hers. He's sort of like a uh, superhero for the community, and he tells exactly who's faking it, what they're doing, and this is what to, what to look for. But here's part of the story that I found really interesting. So investigative reporter John Charlton sent a message to the uh, ABC of Kentucky asking to see if there are any records for arrests, citations, or warnings over the last 10 years as it relates to counterfeit alcohol. And they found zilch, none, <laughs> not a single one. So this is pretty amazing because there's really no recourse for it. And that's pretty unfortunate. Well, I mean, there isn't legally, but the bourbon community is pretty, I want to say uh, like, gosh, I don't even know the word, but they're, when you, when you screw up, they come after you and you don't want them. I mean, that, that they will ruin, not ruin, I mean, rightfully so, but they will come after you on social media and all your, you know, don't, Personal life, personal yeah. life, yes, yeah, Dox, so, doxing, if you will. Maybe if your legal life might not be bad, but your personal uh, life will be impacted. So, that, to me, that's still a good deterrent. But yeah, that's a surprising that none 
have been uh, prosecuted or arrested, whatever. Yeah. It's wild. I, I guess, I, I honestly, I don't even know if there's a law. I have no idea if there's a law for it. I mean, the law in first well, states that, be. well, the first law says, A, I'm not allowed to sell a bottle to you as a unlicensed person. So uh, there's strike one, uh, but strike two, I mean, I think, what was it? There was that other news report that came out a few months ago where there was um, a store in New York that was selling bogus E.H. Taylor bottles and they got called out and, you know, nothing really happened with them either. So that's just one of those things. It's really tough to know what you're getting yourself into and, you know, know who you're buying from. That's all I can really say. Yep, exactly. God trust them. So Ryan, do you like cruises? Do you go on any? I've ne- I've only been on one cruise, and I don't really consider it a cruise because it was just like from Fort Lauderdale to the Bahamas. <laughs> that's not a cruise. That's, yeah, that's that called was, like a waiting area. <laughs> yeah, it's like a tugboat. I don't know. Well, well, I have not been on a cruise. Yeah, well, here we go. So the first ever Craft Whiskey Expo at Sea, as it's being called, will take place next spring on Celebrity Cruises. They're 2,218 passenger Celebrity Millennium as it sails out of Fort Lauderdale. It's going to feature representatives from up to 20 whiskey brands, including Old Elk, Nulu, Few, and 291. And the brands are going to offer onboard tastings, and there are also going to be seminars on all things whiskey. There's also going to be an optional onboard whiskey school for extra learning, a lunch with whiskey pairings, an opening and closing night cocktail parties hosted by the brands. And this is all scheduled to take place between March 31st and April 4th. And it's a four-night, four, sorry, four-night voyage and scheduled to call at Key West, Florida. And so there's also talk, yeah, there's also talk of like a bar crawl and include a a visit to a local distillery and an optional visit to cigar factory, uh, capped off with some, their locally famous Kermit's key lime pie on a stick. And yeah, yeah. So the second stop is uh, what you were just talking about. It's actually in the Bahamas, but it's in Nassau, not Freeport. And they're going to offer the uh, chance to go and visit a cigar shop and a lounge to visit with the expo's cigar ambassador. The cost to participate in the expo is only $75 per participant on top of the cost of the cabin plus extra charges for optional expo events. Fares for the balcony cabins start at $539 per person based on double occupancy. Do you get to stay at the Lafayette Motor Lodge in Fort Lauderdale? <laughs> yeah. oh, man alive, is that a good inside story that nobody else is going to know about? <laughs> yeah, if anyone if anyone has time, uh, if you want like some 10 minutes of just dumb entertainment, Go on TripAdvisor and read the uh, reviews of uh, Lafayette Motor Lodge Hotel. It's it's hilarious. But anyways, that sounds like a lot of fun. But the reason why it's hilarious is because I, we spent probably We've combined yeah probably combined two to three years of spring breaks down staying at that exact place because it was the most dirt cheap place in, in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, it's it's great. Um, yeah, Key West is I love Key West, and I've been to. A couple of distillers there. There was a a smaller one. I can't remember the name of it, but then the Pilar uh, rum ones down there too. Papa's uh, Pilar. Yep, Papa's Pilar. Which Jacob Call's dad is the master distiller there. Um, oh, Jacob from Call Green from River. Uh, Green River. Yep. So uh, yeah, that sounds like a fun trip. Yeah. Well, I guess if you need another getaway and you like whiskey, that's one way to do it. But if you're also looking for another getaway and you want to come back to Kentucky. Four new distilleries have been added to the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Craft Tour, and they are The Bard Distillery in 
Muhlenberg County. It's in Western Kentucky. Castle and Key Distillery, which I kind of thought they were there already, but I guess not. And they're there in Frankfurt. Copper and Kings, located in Louisville, which is actually mostly about brandy, but they are also the official starting point of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail and the craft tour. And then just recently added is also Log Still Distillery in Gethsemane in Nelson County near Bardstown. And now there are technically 23 distilleries on the Bourbon Trail craft tour. Nice. Yep. Yeah, we were just, just talking about Log Still. Yeah, we were just uh, talking about that. Yeah, it's a beautiful property. There's quite a bit of construction going on, but um, I'm excited for it to, to get finished because it's my family's farm's not too far from there. And uh, I didn't realize how close it was, but yeah, it's a cool property. Mm-hmm. That and I think there's there's probably a good story behind there too. So in the future, we'll we'll look at getting some of the dance on the podcast and kind of hearing their story. So we all know that this is a, a good time of giving during the season. And Kobe, which is Kentucky's original black bourbon enthusiast, uh, they are getting and they're announcing their fourth annual bourbon and benevolence charity tasting and auctions. This is going to happen on Saturday, December 11th from 6.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Eastern. And you can you can join them for a night of good bourbon, good eats, and to support the local community. And it's co-hosted by former UofL basketball players St- Stephen Van Trees and Perrin Johnson. This year, the auction will benefit Apron Inc., which is a local initiative that provides financial relief to the food and beverage industry professionals. They will also have their live auction, which there will actually be some bottles of Pursuit Series and Pursuit United there, amongst uh, other big names. We'll try and get that to here in a second. Uh, that's actually hosted by professional auctioneer Bill Menish, who has nearly 20 years of experience. The live auction will also be available online with video this year, so bidders can participate no matter where they are. This is the first for the event, and the group hopes it will make a big impact on the fundraising efforts. And so bidders have a chance to take home things like a 19-year Willett Family Estate, birthday bourbon, vintage bottles, and one-of-a-kind distillery experiences, and a lot more. In addition to the auction, the night will also include storied bourbon tastings where attendees can enjoy premium pours from 11 brands, including Michter's, Russell's Reserve, Maker's Mark, Smooth Ambler, Bullet, Buzzard's Bruce, Ragged Branch, Rolling Fork Rum, and more. I'm not going to keep going. But this is, again, taking place on December 11th, 6.30 p.m. The ticket cost is $110 if you want to be there. That includes the full tasting plus two food tickets. And you can get tickets at 502kobe.com. That was an impre- That was a long read. That was impressive. Yeah, you know that had, sounds like an awesome event. Really. Yeah, we've of, had uh, Jamar Mack on the show. Yeah, Jamar's uh, awesome. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a while ago. I think it was. Uh, gosh, probably maybe a year, year, year and a half or two ago. But he puts on. You know, he puts a lot of effort into putting this event together, and they always do a, a fantastic job of of making sure that. You know, like like any good bourbon group, they have a philanthropy extension to them, and they're really all about that. Um, you know, you can also follow them on Instagram and stuff like that at, at 502 Kobe, and you can see all the scores that they end up getting around the city of Louisville, too. I'm always jealous of some of the bottles that they're scooping up. Yeah, we need the hookup, man. Jamar, come on. <laughs> Help us out. <laughs> All right, so this isn't bourbon, but a Ball Corporation, one of the world's largest suppliers of aluminum cans, is sending shockwaves right now throughout the craft beer world. I thought this was really interesting to kind of talk about because we're all kind of feeling the pinch right now. And they are lifting the minimum number of cans that certain producers must order and saying it's going to raise prices. They are now going to require that non-contract customers, which include many small breweries, to order no fewer than five truckloads, which is roughly one, oh gosh. one million cans per each of their beverages starting on January 1st. And this purchase premium, sorry, this, this purchase minimum uh, was one truckload per product. 
Additionally, starting in 2022, they wrote that they would no longer be able to store excess cans from those non-contract customers in their warehouses, and that the price per can would increase by nearly 50% for at least some of their non-contract customers, according to the notices sent to breweries. So expect beer prices to go climbing. Gosh, that's a lot of... Yeah, what if you're a small... Is there... You know, I've looked at cans, and I, I think every damn one can says ball on it. <laughs> like, I don't know if there's any competitors. I'm sure there is, but I just don't notice that. Yeah, I mean, they're they're definitely a big one. But this is just... I mean, this is just a theme we're all all going through right now. We we recorded something else not too long ago and just kind of talking. Shit, I think we were talking about it earlier today. You know, we're having issues with sourcing glass. Uh, our barrel prices are going up that we have to pay for new make and everything like that because wood's up, lumber's up, steel's up. Like the hoops that you put on a barrel ring uh, or, or on a barrel ring, I think it's up like a thousand percent. It's fuels up everything. Yeah, fuel. God, it's just nuts. It's like every industry got together and they're like. You know what, boys? It's time. <laughs> it's time to make it's them. It's time squeeze. to raise everything together. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a nice little Christmas bonus this year. But I mean, I, 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 how much longer can stuff like this go, where it's not gonna affect the end consumer? I think that's probably gonna be a, a, a longer conversation we might have for another roundtable. But I have a feeling at some point. I mean, because even we were talking about today, our glass prices, we used to pay $1.50 per glass. They're getting ready to go up to $1.90, but we're going to keep absorbing those costs. Like at some point when you get to large scale, like you're a brown foreman, you're whomever, that 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 hurts. So at what point do you start raising it on the consumer side by a dollar or something like that? Because it seems that, I don't know, maybe it's in the middle because sometimes it's a race to the bottom but also bourbon's starting to be a premium category, so prices are raising anyway. And maybe it's just okay. I don't know. Yeah, but you don't want prices to raise because of the cost of goods to raise, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You want to raise because of the perceived value. It's tricky because you want the you want to have the glass or the products in hand to service or to be able to have a product on there, but you don't want to, you know, overpay now and be stuck with, you know, when the supply chain strains itself out and be stuck with a bunch of expensive inventory. So you're like caught in no man's land right now uh i'm dealing dealing with it my other businesses i think every business is in that same situation you're like i want to buy so i have stuff but i don't want to over cap put too much capital and inventory and be stuck with an expensive product when the price goes down so Mm because i think it will eventually it just has to when everything opens up and you know everything kind of strains out it's it's commodity based business and usually it's a you know, a race to the bottom and who can get you the most best prices and whatnot. So I, I think it'll be eventually fixed itself, but it's probably another 18 months of it. Yeah. 2023 conversation. Yeah, sure. You know, it's not too often we come on here and, and want to give ourselves a little pat on the back, but I saw this article and I said, you know, it's our podcast. We, we might as well tell people about it if they didn't see our Instagram or our social page, because I'm proud of it. And I think Ryan should be proud of it as well because it's it's a it's a truly a huge accomplishment I feel for for us and and what we created here. But Uprocks came out with a new article called "Every Winning Bourbon from Our 2021 Taste Test: Blind Tasted and Re-Ranked," and this is by Zach Johnson. It's their life writer over at Uprocks. And like I said, I just want to give a shout out because out of the top 14 bourbons of his year, Pursuit United was ranked number eight. 
And we squeaked out ahead of things like Noah's Mill, Bullet, and even Wild Turkey 101. But we did fall behind things such as the Blue Runs 13 and a half year, Honey Barrel, Michter's 10 year, and of course, William Lewis Weller. But Pursuit United was also included in his other order called called the 50 best bourbon whiskeys of 2021. And we ranked 27th. Honestly, I was really surprised with that because we narrowly actually beat E.H. Taylor Barrel Proof, Larceny Barrel Proof, and even Knob Creek 12-year. But we did fall behind some of this year's uh, unicorns, I guess, if you will, like Russell's Reserve 13-year, Four Roses Limited Edition Small Batch, and of course, the number one, which was Double Eagle, very rare. Yeah, when you'd send me that and it said 27, I was like, why are you so excited? Then I read who we beat and who beat us, and I was like, wow, that's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, so it's, yeah, thank you to Uprox and... Yeah, it's pretty humbling, and I, I I can't believe that we're even in the same conversation as all those brands because they make such fantastic products. And oh, just to sure. be uh, just to be mentioned, not even ranked in those is is very cool. Yeah, it it's funny. It's like I I I don't like to read stuff where it's like top tens or anything like that, but I'm definitely hooked into it. And, and <laughs> well, it's top fifty. Yeah, it's it's top fifty <laughs> and so fourteen. It, well, think, thankfully, we were in the conversation. No, but it's one of those things that I, I am thankful for it, but it's also, remember, it's just, it's one writer's opinion. We appreciate his opinion, but we also want you to go out and find your own opinion. So make sure you try it. There's a lot of bottles still available at Sealbox. I know uh, we were just talking earlier today. If you're coming to Kentucky, you cannot find it anywhere except right now, Evergreen Liquor in Louisville is the only place I know in Kentucky that has it. And Toddy's has a little bit too. In oh, there you go. Toddy's in Bardstown. And if you just want to try it, Justin's House of Bourbon in Louisville has it on their tasting bar. So I know you can go and try it there. If not, then like I said, you got to try a different state, uh, Texas, Georgia, Tennessee, and then uh, it's also a Benny's in Chicago. So go try there. But again, it's online at Sealbox. So go check it out there. All right. So it is getting into the holiday season and Buffalo Trace is inviting everyone to go and see the distillery lighted with thousands of holiday lights. And it's going to happen on December 2nd through January 1st from 5.30 to 9.30 p.m. And it's only going to happen from the safety of your cars as it's kind of like a drive-through lights route. And so they're doing this in an effort to provide the most safe experience. And it's part of their annual, you know, they used to have an annual in-person event with lighting of the trace and Santa and meeting Santa. Um, however, that's not going to be taking place this year, but they are going to still have the drive-through light display. And you're going to have some new directional light displays to also increase the safety along the route. Then they're going to kick off the tradition here. It's actually going to happen on Facebook Live as well. 5.30 p.m., uh, December 2nd, which was yesterday. So sorry about that, but you can check that out on their on their Facebook page. But this is the 23rd year that Buffalo Trace has done a lighting display for the distillery for the public to view. So fun That's little thing. Pretty. Fun little thing to do. Do yeah. it for the kids. Take the kids. And maybe for get you. Take the kids for the lights, you for the smells. <laughs> smells only. <laughs> All right, so our last sort of story for uh, this first segment here is uh, Wild Sam, or is Wild Sam. I, I, I'm probably going to butcher that one, but they are the publisher of the award-winning Wild Sam or Wild Sam Field Guides, and they're releasing a new title in their Pursuits series called Kentucky Bourbon Country. We should probably talk to our lawyer about that one. Uh, the new book about Kentucky is said to lead travelers into the heart of the state with its pastures, knobs, rivers, and waterfalls. And local contributors include bourbon expert Maggie Kimberl, who you heard back on episode 
uh, seven. Yes, episode seven. It was that long ago. Food and culture writer Ashley Stevens, author and professor Jason Kyle Howard, activist and poet Hannah Drake, chefs Awita Michael and Sam Four, singer-songwriter Will Oldham, and Maker's Mark president Rob Samuels, who is also back on episode 39. This edition features a deep, dedicated section on bourbon, but also covers public lands, horse country, caves, folkways, and Louisville's incredible park system. This will be published on Monday, December 6th, 2021. I might get one of those. I, I have a weird, like, uh, obsession with notebooks. I don't know why. I like having notebooks. Um, and I have several field notes ones, so I'm excited that they have these, um, coming out. So I'm kind of pumped about this. My wife has a big obsession with like Gray Mullen. And so we have all these insane pictures. Gray Mullen. Have you ever heard of him? He's like, he's a a crazy good photographer. The one with the ocean. Oh yeah. 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 I've seen that. So we've got, I think at least a truckload of his books here and they're just spread out all over where it's just, it makes us look high class. But I don't think those spines have ever been cracked. If you're high class, you'd get a, you know, a full photo in the <laughs> yeah. right in the dining room. Those, those are, are those, those are not are, cheap. Yeah, we'll stick with the books. <laughs> yeah, sell more United. We we'll have to be number one on that list. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's take a quick break here from our partners. We'll be back with some bourbon news. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon. And that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon. The farmers who grow the grain, the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S dot com, and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify's point-of-sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns, from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's point-of-sale Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bourbon, all lowercase, and go to shopify.com slash bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash bourbon. All right, we're back, everybody. And this time, we're going to be hitting some bourbon release news. What's happening to be able to see uh, what's the what's the new flavor of the month here? Or actually, flavor of the week. We do this every week, so there's got to be new flavors of the week. And hopefully, we keep your, your appetite going here with all the new releases. So let's dive into it. So the first one is coming from Widow Jane Distillery, and they're announcing their release of The Vaults 2021. And this is the third edition. 
This release marries 15 to 17-year-old bourbons that have been carefully selected by Widow Jane President and head distiller Lisa Wicker. You've heard back on the podcast as well. And these are from brands that 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 were housed at their Conover Street Rickhouse in Red Hook, Brooklyn. And so as rare as its 2019 and 2020 predecessors, only around 3,000 bottles of the vaults will be released to the public in select markets throughout the fall and winter season. The vaults 2021 is non-chill filtered and proofed with pure limestone mineral water from the legendary Rosendale Mines of New York, just 100 miles of the distillery. It's 99 proof and has an SRP of $225. Those are always been really good. And there, there is something to that damn water from that mine or cave or whatever it is. It's a, uh, it it brings out some great fruity flavors in those Widow Janes. It's Lisa wasn't full of shit. No, I I it. agree, man. It's it's funny. It's funny you say that because I'll come down to the basement and I'll look around and there's there's only like a handful of bourbons that I really reach to on on regular occasions, and I end up reaching for Widow Jane quite often. I just think that the blend that she has put together between the the Kentucky, Tennessee, Indiana, that sort of those sort of mixes and the at the proof point, there's just some really good balance there that it's just an easy good drink for me. And I, I tend to gravitate that one a lot more often than I, I realize. Yeah, she's awesome. But uh, there's it's a combination of her and the water, I think. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Don't let her get all the credit. Part of it's gotta give them the water. <laughs> All right, so there's a new release coming from Utah, and that's from High West, and they're doing their High Country Single Malt, and this is the first in the line of the beloved High Country bottlings to be finished in part of Olorosa Sherry Barrels with no peated malt in the blend. It's adorned with a new label depicting the stunning landscape of the American West, and this limited release will begin rolling out nationwide beginning on December 3rd, made from 100% High West distillate produced in the Washitosh Mountains, or Wasatosh, Wasatch, Wasatch, man alive. I'm all off my game tonight. And the the Wasatch Mountains and the whiskey is unfiltered, 88 proof and priced at 88, or sorry, $80. Say Wasatch one more time. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> um, at some point I'm going to turn a few of these over to you. I'm going to be like, all right, I know there's one I'm going to no. screw up in here. I'm going to make you. I like being, I like being on this side, just <laughs> chiming in. Yeah. Wait, wait till we get to, um, the not this next one, but the one after that, I'm going to butcher a lot of them. So let's go ahead and we'll get into it. So the makers of TX blended whiskey and maybe Texas straight bourbon whiskey. I know like I had it before. Is it TX or Texas? Nobody ever cor- corrected me. Remember the last uh, time I was like, do you pronounce it TX or Texas? Texas. If I see TX, I say Texas. It's All just right. the abbreviation. But can you, I don't know. Can you copyright Texas? I don't know if you can do that. Can you copyright I TX? I don't know. All right. The things we think about. All right. Anyway, they have announced the launch of Texas Whiskey Canned Cocktails, their first ready-to-drink canned cocktails available exclusively only in Texas. And it's first, they have their whiskey and cola that's made with blended whiskey, natural cola flavor, and caramel color. They have Texas Whiskey Ranch Water made with blended whiskey, natural lime flavor, and carbonation. And they have their whiskey and sweet tea made with, of course, blended whiskey, natural tea flavor, and caramel color. Four packs of, te- <laughs> I said it again. Four <laughs> packs of Texas whiskey's canned cocktails are available to purchase for an SRP of thirteen dollars at select Texas retailers. Go TX, go TX, or Texas, whatever it is. Somebody please email me and tell me what it's supposed to be. <laughs> Golly, I want to because if they keep sending us press releases, I'm gonna keep screwing it up. I'll be in Dallas this weekend. I'll ask them. <laughs> yeah, make sure, make sure. All right, so here we go. Get ready to screw this one up. 
because it's all about tea. So Scottie Pippen, uh, of course, you know, the Chicago Bulls former fame player at the NBA with six NBA championships. He launched Digits this past year, which was a five-year Tennessee bourbon. And he is now debuting a barrel bourbon, or sorry, bourbon barrel aged tea in partnership with a Portland-based premium craft tea company called Smith Tea Maker. This Oregon company previously released number nine Ode to Whiskey, a whiskey barrel aged Assam tea blend. Irish Moringa, which was a blend of Indian Moringa scented in Irish whiskey barrels, and Tennessee Oolong, which is a milk Gizwong Oolong varietal tea scented on a whiskey oak barrel. And however, Scotty Pippen's blend features three full leaf black teas Assam, Ceylon, Ceylon, Kalon, I don't know, and Kimun, Chinese black tea. <laughs> Then they soak the tea in Digits bourbon before aging them in Digits charred oak bourbon whiskey barrels for five months. Then they blended the tea with ingredients like vanilla, cinnamon, and coconut, offering notes of caramel, butterscotch, and tobacco. This tea has an alcohol content of around 0.03%. So just kind of nice, mellow tea before bed, like a chamomile. Well, I, I, you know, I, I saw this and I thought to but, myself, like, or oh, is okay. there no caffeine? Or is there... Oh, I'm sure there is. They, they didn't have that. Well, in the, some in the, teas don't have caffeine, but some do. Yeah, I, I didn't see that or, or anything like that. But I, I I saw this because, of course, the one thing that I was like, ooh, it's perked me up. I had never heard of bourbon barrel-aged tea before. So it was new to yeah. me. I figured if it's new to me, and I'm reading this stuff all the time, I'm sure there's a lot of listeners out there, too, that's new to them as well. I like tea from time to time just to relax you know, mellow out, mm-hmm. have a nice relaxing evening. I don't know. Okay. That's, but now you can get some. That, that blend sound, sounds wild though. I can't imagine blending whiskey's hard. Those teas are, bl- my, my mind's blown. So <laughs> yeah, Ugh, we'll have to find someone to try it. Cause Lord knows I, I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to tea. Yeah. Me neither. I don't know what I'm doing most of the time anyway, but I'd let's like keep to try it for sure. Yeah. All right. Keep going. Let's keep, let's keep winging it here. So Woodford Reserve is announcing their winter 2021 Masters Collection release and is the Woodford Reserve 5-Malt Stouted Mash. This 5-Malt Stouted Mash is Chris Morris and Elizabeth McCall's take on crafting a spirit that has the flavors of a traditional heavy-style beer. So flavors of rich and roasted malty stout mingled with the bright touches of baked fruit, crisp spices, and orange zest. And this year's expression marks the 17th release of the Masters Collection. This limited edition collection is at 90.4 proof and will be available at select U.S. and global markets with a suggested retail price of $130. Yummy. I like those tasting notes. It sounds good. You know, they've... the. This, this, the, the master's collection release, it's always been hit or miss for a few different years. Everybody loves the batch proof. Like you can't go wrong with Woodford Reserve batch proof because it's just barrel proof Woodford Reserve. But they've had, they've had some other ones that have kind of been like, yeah, not too sure about this one. But this one, I'd, I'd give it a try because I'm a big stout fan. Oh, yeah. It's right up your alley. Mm-hmm. I know. All right. So every autumn, barrel craft spirits like to create, they like to create a very special blend of bourbons to toast the new year. And that's where they have Barrel New Year Bourbon 2022. And this is a selection of five, six, seven, nine, and 14 year old straight bourbon whiskeys that have been distilled in Tennessee, Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio, Wyoming, New York, and Texas. It is coming to you cask strength at 115.34 proof and has a retail price of $85. But that's not the only thing they're coming out with. So after two years of blending and finishing development, Barrel Craft Spirits is releasing their Gold Label Bourbon. 
This is the longest blending and polishing process they have ever undertaken, utilizing custom toasted finishing casks and calling on part of their lowest yielding and most mature set of barrels. So their Gold Label Bourbon is a blend of 16 and 17-year-old straight bourbons, and these barrels were uh, selected from four different collections. They said the Cherry Bomb barrels with a rich mouthfeel, they had Nutty Oak Forward barrels, and they had High Proof and High Complexity barrels, and also barrels that pronounced more of like milk chocolate notes. The last group Dang, underwent... I want those barrels. Ooh, I know. Tell me, right? <laughs> Maybe... Actually, just go and try the uh, the Woodford Malt and see if that gets you there. They say what states? Oh, we're not there yet. Uh, okay. So, so that last group, the one with those milk chocolate notes, they said that those underwent a secondary maturation in toasted virgin American oat casks before being added back into the blend. So these were all distilled in Indiana, Kentucky, and Tennessee. It's cash drink, so 113.54 proof. And has a price tag, ready for this one, $500. So that's a, that's a new ceiling for them. Well, I mean, it sounds like a lot went into it. Some really premium old whiskey, some secondary finishes, some crazy blending. I mean, that's a, I'm a, man, I'm going to call, we need to call Joe and say, we need some of this. Just a sample. Yeah. So give us a sample. We'll take 100 ml. But yeah. That sounds really good. It, it sounds it sounds interesting, um, and I guess that's why they went with a gold label. Like you've got to you got to make it really stand out. But I think that's also it's probably warranted to the fact that most people don't understand that sixteen and seventeen year old barrels they don't exist. Well, they 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 don't exist. And how much well, liquid do you really think you're getting out of those? Oh gosh, sixty bottles at best at cash yeah, strength. At cash strength on the high end, probably ninety to hundred, but probably mm-hmm. less than that. I'd say, yeah, 80, yeah. 80-ish. So when you hang on to them for a while, yeah, it's... Yeah, when you're doing cash strength and not proofing it down, yeah, that's that's a good oh, point. Yeah, yeah, because if, if, if they took that down to 80 proof, I'm sure they could have brought it down a few bucks, but that's just not their DNA. That's They love to make you have that sort of get it from the, the barrel-like experience. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Even though I can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, it's, it's funny. We talk about the pricing and, and, you know, we all know that pricing is, is, is starting to go up, but this is also, it's hitting that price point where now we are looking at what do you give the person that gets, that has everything already. And, you know, I think the guys at Breaking Bourbon always say they get weekly emails that say, Hey, do you have an, a suggestion for a bourbon that's in the 150 to 200 category i want to get my boss or you know fiance or something like that and stuff like that doesn't exist so i we're going to see a lot more of that sort of stuff start breaking those uh those couple hundred dollar barriers and say how many bottles released or no it did not unfortunately but gotcha. you can actually you can go buy both the barrel new uh, sorry the new year bourbon 2022 and the gold label online right now at barrelbourbon.com so i did check that out so you can go do that I remember they did that 15-year, what is it, two years ago? Gosh, that was so good. Mm-hmm. I, I bet this is on par with that. Yeah, they're gray label, for sure. They've been knocking out of the park. Yep. But that's going to do it for this week in bourbon. A lot of great news. And, of course, we'll be back again next week with another round of uh, another roundup of all the news that is happening. But cheers, everybody. We'll see you next time. <laughs>